0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to my podcast live your best life every day. My name is Stefan Dajo and today's topic is going to be about self-sabotage. How to spot it and stop it, alright? Now, have you ever found yourself at the age of success or through any nearing success experience only to wash it out slip through your fingers? Have you? Have you ever wondered why you seem to be your own worst enemy? When it comes to achieving your goals. Well, if you have, and much more than that, let me break it to you. You are not alone. Many actually struggle with a destructive pattern called self-sabotage. And in this particular episode, we're going to go through how to spot it, where it comes from, and definitely how to stop it. Quite often, what I like to tell people is, You may not be responsible for where you come from, but you are definitely responsible for where you are heading. And part of everything in life in terms of overcoming means that you need to first acknowledge that you are dealing with something or perhaps that you are struggling with something. And then only can you begin to attract solutions and, of course, answers in order for you to arm yourself or better equip yourself, you know, to overcome that particular situation. And self-sabotage is one of them. It is as if you have one foot on the gas and the other on the brake, and that prevents you from moving forward. Now, this self-destructive behavior can manifest in various forms. For many, it manifests as procrastination, for example. For others, it may come across as self-doubt. For some, it's represented through the fear of success. For others, negative self-talk. And of course, for many, it's engaging in unhealthy habits. Now, the fact is, whatever happens to us in life, we have, I believe, 50% of responsibility okay, into the outcomes. Now, the rest could be outside factors. And I say that to say this. Many things can prevent us from achieving certain things in life. But I feel like the worst that could happen is for one to prevent themselves from achieving things. And that leads me to the following question why do we self-sabotage? Why is it that we, you know, we knowingly or unknowingly stop ourselves from moving forward? Well, here are a few reasons. The first one is the fear of failure. Now, paradoxically, the fear of failure can lead us to self-sabotage. It can lead us to actually sabotage our own efforts to avoid facing the possibility of not measuring up and this is something that is very much recurrent in uh, in the work life especially or perhaps in our personal lives in terms of achievement let's say for instance we want to venture into something that we haven't done before something new or together But because we are afraid of failing, what if it doesn't work? What would people say? What would people think? And so on. Like we care so much about what will happen if we fail that we end up forgetting about what will happen if we succeed. And that right there can stop a lot of people from achieving what they want in life. You need to understand that if you were able to conceive something, if you were able to conceptualize something, it means that you have what it takes to run with it. Your dream or your vision is yours to run with. If you get people to support you along the way, it's great, but if you don't, you need to believe in your own craft. Out of you chasing a new venture, okay, there are... Two possible outcomes. Yes, you may fail, but also you may succeed. And out of failures, you could actually learn so that you can better yourself or better equip yourself or better arm yourself for your next venture. And if you succeed from the first go, that's amazing. But either way, you need to stop seeing failure. As the end of it all. No, failure is an opportunity to learn. And the moment you adjust your mindset and thought process to seeing things that way, trust me, you are halfway there. And that's just that. Alright. Now, the second point is the fear of success. Yes, indeed. I know previously we spoke about the fear of failure, but here instead is the fear of success. And I'll tell you why. Many people find success as intimidating as failure because achieving success may mean stepping into the unknown, like facing new challenges, dealing with higher expectations, like raising the bar too high and later on not being able to keep up with the standard that has been established. Well, again, that is just part of life altogether. But then again, if you are afraid of failure, that's one thing that can stop you from living. If you are afraid of Success. that's not something that can stop you from living or better yet from fulfilling yourself. And one thing that you have to remember is this, just because you are alive doesn't mean that you are living. And that means that just because you want to set yourself onto a certain venture doesn't mean that you are bound to succeed or fail, but you have to open yourself up to learning and moving forward. I think that's what we need to flex on. It is all about the forward moving motion. As long as you don't remain static, any step from there, Upward is an opportunity to better your quality of life. So you need to keep that in mind. It's not always about failing or succeeding. Sometimes it's just about moving forward, making sure that you are laying baby steps. The next point is low self-esteem. This is something that comes up a lot in my episode, guys. You know, low self-esteem. The lack of self-worth can lead you to self-sabotage without a doubt. And I'm telling you this because I have been through that. Many people went through that and trust me, many will. Because when you don't believe you deserve success, you might unconsciously undermine your own efforts. You will undermine the way you think. You will undermine your relationship or interaction with other people. You will always talk yourself down. You will always sell yourself cheap and so on. Now, the next step is comfort zone. Sometimes, and I is sometimes, we self-sabotage because we are comfortable with our current situation. Even if it's unsatisfying, change can be Frightening, and we revert to the familiar patterns. And I will take one very, very uh, recurring example in society these days. We often hear about, or we often witness people being in abusive uh, situationships. And while they are being abused, whenever they are being advised to walk away from that abusive situation, what happens is they got used to being in that particular situation and while it was quite unsatisfying for them what happens is it became their comfort zone regardless of the dynamic of that particular situation, it became sort of a comfort zone because it comes with a lot of things. Like, what you got to understand sometimes is someone who is const- constantly being abused becomes addicted to empathy, the empathy and attention of other people who are aware of the situation that they are going through. Now, sometimes telling that person to walk away from that particular situation for them might mean the end to that attention that they are getting. It might mean the end to that compassion and empathy that they are getting from other people they might rather stay where they are because they are comfortable receiving the attention that they are getting because of what they are going through. So again, your comfort zone may not always be your comfort zone. Sometimes your comfort zone might be your poison zone. And that's just that. Now that we've spoken about how we self-sabotage, let's talk about how to overcome it because I I believe that's something you guys have been waiting for. Breaking free from the cycle of self-sabotage requires conscious effort and self-awareness. Here are a few steps on how to overcome it. The first one is recognize the patterns. The first step is to always recognize and acknowledge that your self-sabotaging behavior is existing, that you are struggling with that. That's why we say self-awareness is crucial. For any change to take place all right you need to identify the triggers as step two identify the situations or emotions that trigger self-sabotage you need to understand these triggers and that's gonna help you to prepare for them whenever they show up all right and this has a little bit to do and it's more towards a certain sense of self-mastery you need to know yourself you need to know what triggers you You need to know what pushes you. You need to know what angers you. You need to know what... I mean, you need to know yourself. That's pretty much it. Step number three, challenge negative beliefs. You need to think about what you believe in. You know, you need to think about your beliefs about yourself. You know, uh, your beliefs about success, failure, challenges, you know, and so on. The point here is you have to challenge All the negative thought patterns and you need to replace them with positive ones which are pretty much empowering beliefs now this is something that many people fail to understand because when they go online or they they stumble across a motivational content they think oh you know what another one of these people who believe in being happy all the time and so on whatever but at the end of the day what you need to understand is if you don't replace negative thoughts with positive thoughts pattern, you will end up only attracting negative things. And I say that to say this, what you focus on will always expand. So if you focus on negativity, guess what you attract in your life? More negativity. But if you focus on positivity, if you become more of an optimistic person, you attract more positive stuff around you. And that's just that. You need to watch your vibe, guys. It's all about that. Okay? Now, step number four. Set realistic goals. You need to get in the habit and the mindset of setting achievable and realistic goals break down larger goals into smaller ones or manageable steps and celebrate small victories along the way you need to start getting into this habit of you know what baby step matters so please whenever you achieve a baby step a little step give yourself a little tap on the shoulder and say well done it's been a great day or perhaps better yet it's been a bad day but you know what in the midst of this bad day i managed to make this happen i managed to get this done celebrate those little victories you know why because what you focus on will expand and that's just that step number five Seek support. Now, it's important to have a support system. When I'm talking about seek support, I'm not necessarily talking about going to see a specialist. If you can, well, that's great. But it's also great to have a supportive system. And those could be your trusted friends, family members, you know, or a coach for those of you who would prefer to go to, uh, for a professional. Now, step number six, practice self-compassion. Listen, you need to treat yourself with the same kindness and understanding that you would offer a friend. You need to be gentle with yourself when you make mistakes and I for one can tell you that I used to be that kind of person that when I make a mistake I think I was the hardest person on myself ever because part of being a control freak and a bit of a perfectionist you are quite strict on yourself and that's something that can end up being toxic because at the end of the day you need to give yourself room for failures and for mistakes it's gonna happen it's bound to happen but again I learned to learn from my mistakes and failures and understood that it was an opportunity for me to grow, learn, better myself, adapt, adjust, and move forward, and that's it. Step number seven, visualize success you need to get in the habit of using visualization technique. I remember posting something on LinkedIn the other day, and one of my colleagues commented it was about how do you start your day and what type of mindset you adopt so that it brightens up your day and helps you start your day with a smile. And a colleague said this. He said, when I get up in the morning and I'm preparing for my day before I leave the house, I kind of like project myself into the day, the different meetings that I'm going to have. And I see myself doing well or performing well or perhaps getting what I need to get done or reaching those particular KPIs that I need to reach throughout that day or with that clients, And that only make me smile as I set my mind for the day. And this is pretty much what I'm talking about here. You need to project yourself ahead of things. Project yourself, see yourself succeeding, see yourself being at places where you want to be before you even get there. Because positive imagery can help rewire your mind for success. And that's just that. Step number eight, take actions. Now we need to walk the talk. Challenge yourself to step out of the known into the unknown. Take calculated risk. Each small step forward. And I repeat, each small step forward is a victory against self-sabotage. This is really important, guys, it's really important. Success is not the enemy, it's your birthright. Now the lack thereof is often based on certain lack of actions, you know, or perhaps poor judgment or poor decisions, but we all have it within to be successful. And that's the reason why engaging into self-sabotage is pretty much uh, stopping yourself from living to the fullest. And I believe that as human beings, we are creatures of fulfillment. And I think one thing that can take us quickly to the grave um, is regret. Because you want to live your life to the fullest. You, know, you want to make sure that you live your best life every day. And that's that. So, if you want to overcome self-sabotage and pave the way for a future filled with achievement and fulfillment, you need to live a daily life full of determination and self-compassion. You need to love yourself enough to know that whatever it is that you face or whatever it is that you are going to go through is not the end of things. In fact, it's just opportunities or stepping stones onto your next venture. And that's that. Life has a lot to offer. It ain't easy. You're going to go through a lot of harsh times. But that's also what forges your character. You know, that's what actually makes you thick skin, like I like to say. So do not give into this low self-esteem culture. Do not become addicted to pity parties. Don't become addicted to people displaying empathy to you all the time because you are always that one person in the group who is not doing well. Don't get used to that. You can overcome self-sabotage. As a matter of fact, I've given you what you need to get on that journey to overcoming that. You have a lot of potential. You can achieve a lot of things. But you need to understand that you need to allow yourself to do so. So get out of your own mind and get out of your own way. Alright? Stay blessed.